1: and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you.
0: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about talking with professionals on how to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And holy moly, are we talking to somebody who's been successful today? And he's just a youngster, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, and and I love talking with our shall we say younger generation of entrepreneurs because I'm on the older side, you know, and and but it it more than anything, it just really shows that things are going to be so cool when this younger generation is truly taking control and being in business and it is so much fun and so please join me in welcoming joel green to our program today welcome joel how are you doing
2: i'm doing great deb thanks so much for having me on
0: perfect well let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will jump into this so joel green is the ceo of pro level training the national director of Nike Sports Camps. You heard that right folks, Nike Sports Camps. He is a former professional basketball player and a renowned motivational speaker. Unfortunate circumstances as a youth helped to groom and refine Joel into adulthood, giving him a unique differentiator in business and as an individual to see life objectively from multiple vantage points. His messages deliver tangible advice for others to attain their desired outcome, and many of these messages are conveyed conveyed in his first book, Filtering, The Way to Extract Strength from the Struggle, which just released on September 6th. So again, Joel, welcome.
2: Thank you, thank you, I really appreciate that.
0: Great, well, you know, I always ask my guests, tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. And you have had quite the journey, you know, and, and I think it's, it's one of those stories that people, you know, we, we always need to hear because we tend to think that, especially with professional athletes, it was all given to them. You know, yeah. they, they were just these perfect people and, right. you know, all of these things. And, you know, you, you had to truly earn every success that you have. And part of that, is because you learn from your failures, which, of course, we're going to talk more about. But mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today.
2: Well, I mean, you mentioned the journey. I mean, it's been a heck of a journey, an imperfect journey, to be honest. Uh, perfect for me, for me though, mm-hmm. but, you know, imperfect by way of what people desire, by way of even what I desired. Mm-hmm. I look back on it now and thank God for every bit, piece and particle of the journey. I mean, it, it made me into... A beast in so many capacities, you know. uh, Humbly speaking, I mean it too. But it helped me to level up mentally, spiritually, emotionally, so I can now handle things that, had I not gone through those things, I may not be able to handle Mm -hmm. different anxieties or you know the attack or the potential of anxiety Mm -hmm. coming and stress. I now have the foresight to see them coming because of what I went through in the past Mm -hmm. and have had to you know withstand. So, you know, my my upbringing, you know, brought me to where I am. Growing Mm -hmm. up in an abandoned home. And just having to deal with that side of life, mm-hmm. wearing, literally wearing donated clothes from week to week and, you know, being excited to get a new pair of clothes that I knew was new and not handed down to me from my brothers or from the church. So just experiencing things like that, you know, I, I knew what humility was from day one, from birth. Right. I I was humbled, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> I was born into a humble condition. An environment and just, you know, being in, in Philadelphia and North Philly, really mm-hmm. being around violence and just, you know, literally I was about 10 feet away from a shooting when I was six mm-hmm. in 1991. I'll never forget the day. It was, it was horrifying. Mm-hmm. And just going through things like that made me just appreciate life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, when I say life, I'm talking about being alive,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know? Um, so I, I really do my best just to live things up, you know, to, to, I don't have a, a YOLO, you only live once mentality, but there's something about me that, that touches on that every once in a while to where I just make sure I appreciate life and those, those lives around me, my family, my Mm -hmm. friends, my, my business partners, Mm -hmm. you know, and just really do the best to maximize on every single thing that's in front of me, you know, whether it was basketball, now speaking, Mm -hmm. you know, working with youth, you know, when when it comes to our Nike camps and events. Mm -hmm. I just do the best to, to to maximize on this thing called life.
0: Right. You know, and and in your book, which again is called Filtering the Way to Extract Strength from the Struggle, you talk about your early life in, in you know, pretty much a, a lot of detail. And it really was just horrifying. Um, you know, and and but the fact and and you could have gone one of two ways. You could, I mean, yeah. there were there were two very clear paths for you. Um, and I'm guessing. That, you know, as you were saying, you know, your family was was very much, you know, why you went down the path of being that that professor, you know, at that point it would have been a student athlete. Mm. Um, you know, and and really saying, no, we're not gonna go down there, we're not gonna be part yeah. of the gangs. Um, you know, and yeah. and you had tragedy and losing your brother, and I mean, yeah. all of these things, and you still said, it's not the way I'm gonna go
2: yeah I, I i kept my vision in, in sight i kept mm-hmm. it in mind i knew where i wanted to go mm-hmm. uh you know with losing my brother that was the biggest you know disappointment ever mm-hmm. um that i've ever seen or experienced. Well, and he was
0: your big brother
2: big right mm-hmm. i relied on him you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that that was a major part of the disappointment it was like man you know i have two big brothers one you know big sister i'm the youngest of four so I really rely on my older siblings, it's, you know, growing up, you know, I really was like, okay, I don't know something. Let me ask them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, so once I lost my older brother, mm-hmm. it was just like, man, you know, who do I talk to about this topic? You know, mm-hmm. me and him, we talked basketball all the time. He started me off in basketball. So he had that level of influence on me. He was the one that challenged me mm-hmm. so many times in regards to basketball. And I'm like, man, I, who's going to be my challenge now? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it was, it was a shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shut down for some time and mm-hmm. just had to assess life mm-hmm. and just, you know, find new appreciation for it because I didn't appreciate it during that time. I just, right. I, I, I'll I be honest and I don't say this often at all, but I didn't want life at that right. point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it was like, man, this thing is actually, people can come and go mm-hmm. anytime and you know about it. Right. But it's not until it hits home. Mm-hmm. Literally it's like, man, this thing is, you know, death is real. Right, and it 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 saddened yeah. me to that point where I was like I I don't really care. Why bother? Me. Why bother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, and again, I was seventeen years old when it happened. He was only twenty five. Mm-hmm. It was like,
3: mm-hmm. I
2: hope I make it, right. you know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so it was it was that type of mentality that I had for a short stint. Mm-hmm. But then I said, I got I got to turn turn this around. Mm-hmm. Family helped me get out of that right. funk that I was in, and they said, you're still here. You do have to keep mm-hmm. living. Right. And just, and you'll
0: get struck by lightning by him if you don't, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right.
2: Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it, it's, you know, so that just getting out of that funk helped me so much. And then converting that, that struggle point that I had converting that anger that mm-hmm. I had right. into strength and to mm-hmm. find energy from that anger and apply mm-hmm. it on the court, apply it in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I just became an amazing student. And an amazing athlete, mm-hmm. literally weeks and months after he passed away.
0: Right. You know, and, and I think that's that's obviously a lot of what you talk about. And, and it's it's what you discuss a lot in your book is how we take those negatives, those setbacks, those failures, and learn from them and go forward. So talk mm-hmm. to us more about that.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's that's what it's all about for me. I feel like nothing happens for nothing.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Right.
2: I feel like everything has a purpose. Everything has a reason. But when it's difficult, when a happening or a situation is difficult, Mm -hmm. we tend to just ignore it as fast as we can.
3: Right. Mm -hmm. Just
2: try to get rid of it. It's Mm -hmm. painful. It hurts. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: But what we lose out on is the fact that we need to get something from that so that that situation doesn't continue to reoccur. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what it's about for me now. To where if it's difficult, I lean into it. I don't lean right. away from it. I don't run mm-hmm. away from it because I want to know why this came. I mm-hmm. want to know why it happened. I mm-hmm. want to resolve it and not revolve it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing with me. Right. So, you know, um, that's what it's truly about, like leaning mm-hmm. into what you're going through and mm-hmm. questioning it mm-hmm. without emotion though. Right. You know what I mean? So Yeah,
0: because the so- emotion is what really drags you down.
2: Right. And I, I've I've been dragged, I've dragged myself down. And that's mm-hmm. why I know now because instead of me saying, okay, why is this going on?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll be saying, why is this going on? Mm-hmm. That right. is the same question, mm-hmm. but that emotion clouds mm-hmm. the judgment and the assessment of what's taking place and what's going on. So I've had to just remove emotion from many different things so I can actually right. carry a good perspective and, and different and see things from multiple mm-hmm. vantage points. And for me, filtering, you know, again is the name of my book. Right. That that's the method I came up with for, for mm-hmm. myself, just to literally break things down into mm-hmm. particles, bite-sized pieces for myself mm-hmm. so I can easily understand it and view it and, and, and <laughs> ingest it, you mm-hmm. know, and just extract as much out of that situation mm-hmm. or that difficulty as I can mm-hmm. and say, okay, maybe this is why I came. Let right. me run with that now. Mm-hmm. Let me leave the rest behind because that's mm-hmm. the stuff that will actually. Have me harp on situations that I don't need to, but this is right now. This right here, this part of it, is actually helped me pro- uh, progress beyond it.
0: Right. You know, and and uh, in your book, you talk about comfort zones and how we love getting into those and and not getting out. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's 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 interesting. I didn't have a chance to tell you when we were chatting when we started. Um, I was diagnosed with cancer several years ago. And had some, some setbacks to mm-hmm. say the least. Um, and, and spent a lot that. of time in the hospital. And there was a point where, and uh, you know, where many, it was like, it was easier to just lay there. Mm-hmm. You know, they come in and they would say, we need to do physical therapy. And I'm like, mm, go away. Right. You know, and, and I come up with an excuse for them to, to, you know, and, and because it really was easier. And I was thinking, to, not- and, and I always mm-hmm. think tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Or mm-hmm. I tell you, come back a little bit later. And you know, and we do that in life, in business, all of those. You know, we we hit those hard spots. Yeah. And we think, eh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so you're all about, nah. No,
2: <laughs> we do to it know. today. 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 That's what it's all about for me. I mean, that's it, the the way I look at so many things and is. Most of what we reject by default, as far as things that, you know, we're thinking about doing, those are usually the very same things that we ought to be doing.
3: Right.
2: You know, the things that we try to deny, mm-hmm. if we do them, those are the things that will make us more disciplined people and individuals, you know, and that's what discipline is for me, mm-hmm. is doing the things that I don't feel like doing, right. simply put. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel like doing it today, tomorrow. Nope. I, mm-hmm. I better do it today then, because mm-hmm. it's something beneficial about doing it today. Right with the fact that I don't feel like doing it today. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's even in the book to where I talk about going beyond your feelings. And mm-hmm. it's that's an important thing for me to where I have to ignore my feelings so often, Deb, I mean it. Because
3: mm-hmm.
2: my feelings try to hold me back a lot of mm-hmm. times. My feelings, if I lived in my feelings and I just went along with my feelings, mm-hmm. I wouldn't achieve even a quarter of what right. mm-hmm. I currently achieve or, what mm-hmm. ha- or had achieved in the past. Mm-hmm. So I ignore my feelings so often mm-hmm. to make sure I'm ensuring Mm -hmm. progress is taking place Mm -hmm. right you know uh, my feelings are so inhibiting so many times to where i just say get out of here let me (laughs) me just let me just do the inverse of it
0: well and and i tell people it's okay to acknowledge those you know and and it's okay Mm -hmm. you know even to have a little pity party now and then Mm -hmm. but then you say okay now we're gonna go on not for
2: too long right exactly
0: right right It, it was interesting as we um are recording this it's the day after when queen Elizabeth died. And, you know, and and so last night I'm reading your book and watching kind of, you know, they, they, Mm -hmm. now granted she was, you know, elderly. And so I'm sure they had a lot of this stuff already prepared by, by television, but you know, I was watching the story of her life and they were, one of the things they talked about was, you know, the last couple years, Holy schmoly, that royal family has, you know, yeah, if it can go wrong, it sure. did. Right. Um, right. You know, and, and they mentioned the fact that she told them, and you can just see this, you know, this little old lady with, you know, this little British accent saying, well, we must soldier on. Mm. And I thought, you know, that really is the truth. I mean, you know, I remember like when um, they showed, you know, the, the service for her husband, there was one tear. That, you know, and, and, you know, now granted British are stiff upper lips and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all of those, but she allowed that and then she went on, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, I think that is so much. And it just struck me that it was all this, you know, happening at the same time. We have to acknowledge those bad things, absolutely, but then we go on.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's, it's acknowledgement is that's key. Mm-hmm. Again, you don't want to ignore or act like something doesn't exist. Right. You mm-hmm. have to, because then you'll probably
0: it do, it. do it again.
2: <laughs> right, exactly, and that shows you're not really accepting the reality of things, and that's so important to do. Just you have to at least accept
3: mm-hmm.
2: what transpired, what took place. But again, just like you said, you can't you can't stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with shedding tears. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with feeling it. Right, but you just can't let those things overtake you to mm-hmm. where they keep you exactly in that moment. Right. That's a, that's a tough thing to get out of if mm-hmm. you allow that to happen.
0: Right. You know, and, and that happens a lot in business where, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, you know, send a proposal to somebody and we get turned down mm-hmm. or, you know, we, we think we've got a great new business relationship and all of a sudden they're ghosting us and, right. um, you know, or right. we lose the big clients, you know, or even the small clients, you know, all of these things. And, you know, and, and the temptation quite often is to say, nope, I'm done. I'm just yeah. done. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and of course, you know, what we should be doing is going, why did that happen? And how mm-hmm. can I make sure it doesn't happen again?
2: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's really what it's about. Again, the, the assessment mm-hmm. of what takes place, you know, right. I feel like you, you know, you, it has to be about making adjustments, not stopping. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, this, this route was closed right Mm -hmm. here this street was blocked off Mm -hmm. okay i'm going to turn around but Mm -hmm. this turnaround is to find another way Mm -hmm. you know it's just a detour to me it's not Mm -hmm. a dead end right and that's what it's all about so Mm -hmm. it's just really saying okay that didn't work out
0: Mm -hmm.
2: okay what's next
0: right right you know and, and one of the things that i love when i talk with athletes is you know you learned at a very young age that you have to have routines, you have to have mm-hmm. schedules, and you have to push through. You know how many times were you know were you told, "Okay, one more wind sprint," and you're like, "I'm gonna die, oh, <laughs> I'm okay. just gonna die." <laughs> um, you know, and and you know, or you know, run the run the bleachers, and you're like, "No," nah. mm-hmm. or you know, weightlifting. Okay, let's do right. five more pounds, or you know, twenty right. more reps, or yeah. whatever, and. Yes. Now, you do have to know your physical limitations, you know, because clearly you don't want to hurt yourself. But Mm -hmm. at the same point, you learn very early on, you have to keep pushing forward, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and. You know, and and we see that with the elite athletes. I mean, you know, when you hear about, you know, Michael Jordan doing a thousand free throws, you know, or, you know, any of the athletes where they're talking about, yeah, they they just did this for hour after hour, or even musicians. I mean, I was talking to a musician the other day who said, you know, she practiced for four hours a day. And I'm like, when did you have a life? And of course that was her life.
3: Right. and,
0: And she knew if she wanted to be, that elite musician, she had to keep practicing, um, you know, and and even to the point of, you know, her fingers would bleed and mm-hmm. things like that. And she just kept going. And and it it really is easy.
2: I love it. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. the, w- the way I feel is you have to have if you're going to be elite, you mm-hmm. have to have an obsessive curiosity about mm-hmm. your limitation.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Like your, th- your limit, your threshold, mm-hmm. you know, your failure, point of failure. Mm-hmm. And that's where you you mentioned the Michael Jordan. You you mentioned mm-hmm. the musician.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They're very very curious about what their cap is, right. you know. And that's that is that curiosity that always leads to more and more improvement mm-hmm. to greatness, right? And you know, I remember when I began tapping into you know a high level of curiosity. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with Kobe Bryant before, and he really peaked my my curiosity mm-hmm. you know like as far as he he made me think mm-hmm. He repeated the same things mm-hmm. four or five times to me in one conversation and i'm like why does he keep saying this stuff right and it wasn't until years later to where i really began mm-hmm. to understand like okay wow number one i see him living out all the stuff he was telling me to do right and i began to as i began trying some of this stuff out i'm like whoa i'm actually i'm excelling mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. And it just made me curious as to how much more I can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, okay, I got there. Let me
3: mm-hmm.
2: let me see if I can tap into let let me let me be willing. He told me, be willing to see, you have to be willing to see black is what he told me. Mm-hmm. And just meaning you have to be willing to go all out and pass out if you have right. to.
0: yeah, you're at that point where your world has gone whoop. <laughs>
2: right. Like because you gave your absolute all. Right. Mm-hmm. And that meant so much to me because I mean, I have that mentality now. Mm-hmm in business right you know as i carried it in sport i'm like now i don't have to worry about passing out per se you mm-hmm. know doing a physical feat because now i'm able to sit down mm-hmm. more often mm-hmm. but to have that mentality of hey when you have this task in front of you mm-hmm. execute it with full intent to succeed mm-hmm. you know um not worried about failing in any way if mm-hmm. that happens it's a part of the process keep moving make adjustments mm-hmm. but just being willing to go all out mm-hmm. with any and every process right no retreat mindset. Mm-hmm. It is hard not to succeed.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also, you know, one of the things is that you're not always going to like it, you know, and, and I always kind of laugh when people say, Oh, you know, it's not work if you love what you're doing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <Really?
0: laughs> you right. And, and yes, you know, there are certain points that you love and if there aren't, right. then you shouldn't be doing it, you know, really, you know, right, and, and right. but there are, also, things you don't like doing. You know, you don't Uh-oh. like shooting a thousand free throws or hitting okay. a tennis ball for you know four hours against uh-huh. a wall. I don't like doing invoicing and all sorts of stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, it it has to be done. Now, the nice thing is there are things in business that mm-hmm. we can delegate, right? You know, right, right,
3: right, or right,
0: automate, right. or or do things like that. And and so, but you know, it's not all hearts and flowers. And I think right. that's sometimes where people. You know they they don't push through as you've said. You know they get to that point mm-hmm. they're like, no I just I don't like doing this, so I'm not going to do it.
2: Right. I mean that's that's what I tell people all the time. You know, depending if I'm talking to athletes or a- anyone, you know, I tell them the, the fun ain't always first. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. And that's what it's up. you have to be willing to endure in order mm-hmm. to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's you know how I dare say most processes are. Mm-hmm. There's a point to where you have to endure in order to get to the other side. And once right. you get to the other side, it's like, man, I, I love this. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But most, not most, but many people aren't willing to mm-hmm. endure because mm-hmm. it doesn't start off fun.
3: Right.
2: You know, it's like, no, you can act, I promise you, the fun is ahead of you, mm-hmm. but you have to okay. get through that breaking point first and say, oh man, okay. I understand it. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, you know, I mentioned I don't like to invoice. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't do anything if I don't invoice, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> you know, I got <laughs> to right. have, you know, exactly. and, um, you know, and, but it's, it, it that reminds you one time uh, when, uh, and this was when I lived in Colorado, I had somebody approach me and they said, hey, we would like you to speak to our organization. And I, and, and I, you know, I do that. So that was okay. And so, you know, we were working out the details. And then I said, and my fee is, mm-hmm. And I got crickets <laughs> you know? I, I, and I, and they I said,
2: I've seen you know, it
0: before. fee. And I said, well, yes, I charge, you know, and, and I said, now, you know, be, let's, let's have this discussion. And, mm. and they said, we assumed that you didn't charge because you love it. <laughs> and I said, oh, I do love it, but mm-hmm. my mortgage people don't,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. exactly. Exactly. Um, you
0: know, and, right. and I think that's the thing, you know, I really, and, and so sometimes that you know it does we do get caught up in that oh my gosh i love it so much right or i hate it but it's all part of that process
2: yep exactly i mean that, that's what it really was about again I, I believe me i've heard crickets before too mm-hmm. in the same exact situation oh yeah um you know but it, it's your, your time is valuable mm-hmm. and that's one thing i had to realize is like i enjoy what i do i love absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely love what I do Mm -hmm. you know with the many things that I do I love each and Mm -hmm. every one just like you said I I wouldn't be doing it I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be spending so much of my time doing those things Mm -hmm. you know but you then realize that love is is it has a value to it love is valuable just Mm -hmm. like time is valuable Mm -hmm. it's like okay you know I I spend you know I I have Mm -hmm. to receive Mm -hmm. as I give out my love Mm -hmm. you know and it's things have to be reciprocated and that's right. usually reciprocated in business by mm-hmm. way of, you know, financial, you know, exchanges and things like right. that. So that's what I had to accept as well.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. Just earlier this week, I saw somebody and they were talking about the fact that we have two hands, one is to give and the other is to receive. Ah, and I really yeah. like that idea because, like that, right. um, you know, it, it is, it's, Sure, we can do things where you know, like you might choose to to speak to a, a certain youth group for free, mm-hmm. right. um, you know, and and but if it's a business group, especially, and I tell people, especially if you have sold tickets based on my name, right, then, right.
2: <laughs> you know, money is being generated, right, exactly, right,
0: mm-hmm. right, you know, then then I, you know, I'm, you know, and, and and there are other ways to work around things. That that group that I was talking to that said, you know, hey, they didn't want to pay. I said, okay. How you know it was? It was a business association. I said, mm-hmm. a membership. You know, and and oh no, they wouldn't give me a free membership. And and I ended up turning them down. It was like, no, wow. this mm-hmm. is you know, this is all benefit you, no benefit right,
2: never. right, right, exactly. You know,
0: and, and but and mm-hmm. I think that's something that is is something that as business people we need to learn is mm-hmm. we can't always just give away. You know, and, no, and right. new business people especially, they're like, okay, I have to discount my rates. I need to, um, it, you know, I need to do things for free. Um, mm-hmm. I recently commissioned a young lady just out of college to um, do some artwork for me, okay. and working on a new company, and so I need a, a new logo, and you know, and she's very talented. I looked at her portfolio and and all this, and so she and I were having a Zoom, and you know, to to discuss the details, and she said, "Now, I'm going to send you this quote, but if it's too much." And I mm-hmm. said, okay, you never say that again.
3: Yeah. yeah
0: I said, I came to you for your expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, "You know you set that value at what that value is worth, yeah. not you know and, and I said, and then but then you can negotiate. So like you know, mm-hmm. she said, right, right. you know you can, you can say things like, okay, well, I will give five concepts and it's a thousand dollars. And if mm-hmm. I came back and said, well, my budget was 500, then she'd say, okay, then you get two concepts. Right. I said, you know, so you're not um, mm-hmm. and I said, but don't get pushed too far. I said, because yeah. again, I came to to her for her expertise yeah. um, and, you know, and, and I got very good work. I was very pleased with what uh-huh. she did, but um, but she said nobody in nobody in college taught her that they taught her right. how to do a really good proposal. But then, you know, nothing but else. That's
2: not right. Exactly, that, that side of business is really taught. Right. And it, I just had, oh, man, almost an identical mm-hmm. conversation. This was via text message. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe three days ago, uh, a friend of mine, she's she's amazing at what she does. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a text. It was a screenshot of a message from somebody else,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, pretty much, you know, without uh, any th- malicious intent, mm-hmm. but devaluing her right. service. They mm-hmm. wanted her to do something for them. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, uh, I'm not sure if, if you want to get paid, but this is, you know, what we, we can do for you. Mm-hmm. And she said, what do you think? Should I do it? I said, mm-hmm. I said, no. Right. I said, number one, I said, I know what you normally would do. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a nice opportunity though. Mm-hmm. It would have been a nice opportunity, right. good exposure. I said, but here's the thing. I said, you're at a, you're at a point now to where you can just say, no, this mm-hmm. is actually what I do. Go back right. at them with what you mm-hmm. charge and what you desire. Mm-hmm. I said you're asking me because mm-hmm. you can tell you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I said you wouldn't have texted me.
0: Yep, so, she she was just wanting that little backup of you. Right, right right right, 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 right.
2: So I let her know. I said, look, I said honestly, I said this is you. This is what you do. I said, but I wouldn't do it. I said I would let them know exactly what you want mm-hmm. and let them know that travel is also included mm-hmm. in your rate. Yeah, and I just you know broke mm-hmm. some things down to her and I said, look, this. You know, have comfort in whatever you charge.
0: Right.
2: I say, because right. right now you're not comfortable with what they're presenting to you. Right. So, and so then
0: um, she's not yeah. going to do her best work. You know, that's what it comes down to. And and then right. nobody's going right. to be happy.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. She, you know, you, you got to be fulfilled from, mm-hmm. you know, from what you're receiving. You know, if you're not fulfilled by it, it's whether you acknowledge it or not, it's going to be something in the back of your right. mind mm-hmm. that you know...
0: Yeah. I'm, not I'm not gonna work quite to as hard on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you don't want that you know, mm-hmm. in, in you at all when it comes to the workings of your service.
0: Right. Well, and sometimes it's just some terminology. You know, I remember when I was first starting to, to speak, my LinkedIn profile said public speaker, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? And I met with someone who said I needed to change that. And I was like, to what? Professional speaker. Uh, and she said, just yeah. that switch Makes like people that. know, oh, she charges. Wow. <laughs> you know? right. And you and it what? really was yeah, That's amazing. Was like, wow. Um, you know, and and um, but but yeah, you know, you can be a public speaker or you can be a professional speaker. You know, wow. are you a basketball player or a professional, professional. basketball player?
2: Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I love that. You're gonna have me go through everything that I have. I right
0: know, now. I know. You, you need <laughs> it to, the yeah, you've, you've, <laughs> right. your stuff looks pretty good. That's Um, You know, and and but but yeah, it's it, it is on how you look at things. And one of the chapters right. that I liked in your book, um, that was very interesting to me was, you know, again, your per- perception on things. And you were talking about triggers, <laughs> and you know, that's been a, a thing. You know, really, a lot of people. That's that's one of the key. Phrases that people are using a lot of as mm-hmm. oh, this triggers me. Right, this triggers right. me. But talk to us about how triggers can be positive.
2: I mean, see, I, when we hear triggers, we always think of the things that, that tease us off, you know, that
0: cleanses
2: right. mm-hmm. off the deep end and things like that. We I I personally never hear anybody talk about positive triggers, mm-hmm. things that takes them to a beautiful place, mm-hmm. things that puts them in a place of relaxation, you know. When we focus on the positive triggers, the same way we we're well aware of our negative triggers. Like, okay, when someone says this to me, oh, mm-hmm. I, I snap every time. Right. What makes you feel good every time?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean. And, and put yourself around those people. Put yourself in a situation to where you know that song puts you in a great place. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start to listen to that song mm-hmm. a little bit more often? Right. Why don't mm-hmm. you go to that park that makes mm-hmm. you feel good? That's that could be a positive trigger mm-hmm. for you because it puts you in a place of again of positivity mm-hmm. of peace, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know, serenity. Like these are the things that we ought to begin seeking out Mm -hmm. more often amidst the whole turmoil of life and adulting and all these Mm -hmm. things that we forget about. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to write on it because we get so caught up Mm
3: -hmm.
2: in life with just with living Mm -hmm. this, living the structured life that our job has us living, because everything ends up being based around the nine mm-hmm. to five hours, and you know right. all this. Even parenting again, I'm mm-hmm. a parent, so I get it.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: we we forget ourselves in the mix, and we don't think about these positive triggers. These that that song, mm-hmm. that show, what whatever it is, right. And really focus on it. Mm-hmm. I think if we focus on these positive triggers, the same mm-hmm. way we focus on the negative triggers, right. I think that we can put ourselves in an amazing place each day,
0: right. You know, and and you mentioned in the in your book and and in your bio and things, you have a young son. I can imagine that hearing him giggle is probably <laughs> one of the best things you could hear. Um, you know, and and so yeah, even if you you know you know I don't record it, so that way if you're you know if you're yeah. grumpy, cranky, having a bad day, you listen absolutely. to a minute of him giggling, absolutely. And I'm yeah, you know, who could be grumpy, cranky after that?
2: I mean, that's this is so true. I mean, and that's exact. That's intention. That's intent. That's right. an intentional move. And that's mm-hmm. where I think, we, you know, so many of us may fail right. as far as our intention to make mm-hmm. ourselves
3: mm-hmm.
2: pleased, happy, serene, right. at mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. And it's like because there's so many unintentional things that already fights against that, you mm-hmm. know, the triggers that randomly happens. We have to have some protocols, some intentional things in place. You know, again, that's exactly why I wrote the book. So I can have a tool. A method, mm-hmm. filtering, right? something I know that mm-hmm. I can refer to mm-hmm. once this or that happens. I don't have to be this or that, anything mm-hmm. specific, but when life happens that's mm-hmm. not ideal, I can apply this. Or even when life happens that is ideal,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I can apply the same method. So I, I filter good situations too.
3: Right. Oh, yeah. Out.
2: And that, that's what it's been really about for me. I filter everything. And it's not to where I micromanage life, it, mm-hmm. not at all. But if I feel like it's a situation that I would like to have replicated, mm-hmm. I i lean into that situation right. and say, mm-hmm. okay, how did I do that?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What did I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that made me feel good. How can mm-hmm. I replicate that feeling? And I leave behind what I don't need. I take from it what I can have, mm-hmm. help me replicate that situation again. And so I can feel that feeling all over again.
0: Right, right. You know, in your book you talk about the pandemic. And, you know, obviously there was bad stuff that happened. Um, right. but it's been so interesting to see companies and individuals who went, "Ooh, this is an opportunity." You know, and and so talk to us a little bit more about that. How, you know, something that horrible can be turned into opportunities.
2: What <clears throat> well, was was pretty crazy. I mean, I don't it's just the way I am, but I'll be honest. I saw an opportunity immediately, mm-hmm. you know, and it's probably because I'm usually so busy as we all are. Right. It sat me down.
0: <laughs> it forced us to. Right. right. And, right. and you it's, probably had your son at home and all sorts of stuff. Exactly.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I think I was looking for an excuse or looking for a reason to have to sit still mm-hmm. and keep myself home. Mm-hmm. You know, I I didn't realize it but once it happened I was like I needed this. Mm-hmm. I needed time to just just think.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: to just not have to be here, not have mm-hmm. to be there. And you know, it worked out for for me because I said okay. I became I came up with so many ideas. Mm-hmm. My creativity just started going through the roof. I'm on the phone calling people like, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you mm-hmm. think about that?" because I didn't have time to think before. Mm-hmm. I was on the go every day. And so I saw so much opportunity in creation Mm -hmm. um, during the pandemic. And obviously, this is around just trying to be safe, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure my my son is is healthy and safe and make sure myself is healthy and Mm -hmm. safe and the dog, you know, everything.
3: Right. And Mm -hmm.
2: just uh, making sure products are clean when they get Mm -hmm. delivered to the house and wiping Mm -hmm. everything down for 20 minutes. It was a big to do. But around that time, the time was the most viable piece of the pandemic. Right that that think we received we, we we got to have time to ourselves mm-hmm. that we weren't used to having a lot of us didn't know what to do with it
0: oh i went stir crazy right mm-hmm. look yeah. I, I, like, and I, i've worked from know, home right. for 20 years but you tell me i have to <laughs> and i'm like uh, right no.
2: <laughs> exactly that was the that's the thing i was working from home too but it was just a whole it was it was a different level of time mm-hmm. that you you had to be home it was just different mm-hmm. it was like oh my goodness that's cabin fever mm-hmm. you know um I had my moments. I had my moments. Mm -hmm. I had to be creative and start to Mm fill those moments of time. But I saw so much opportunity and just Mm -hmm. being able to create and saying, "Okay, we're not going to be in this pandemic forever. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Mm -hmm. I said, "Okay, by the time we get out of this thing, I'm going to spend some time for the next, you know, I don't know how long this thing is going to last. You know, I was hearing about it in Italy and China and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it came over here. This is scary. I don't know if it's airborne. So I'm going to make sure I stay in Mm -hmm. my house and just create something for when this thing passes us, uh, some amazing things going to happen. And thank God I stuck with it. And mm-hmm. I'm now living in some things that I set up during the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and I think it gave so many companies the the realization that they could and had to expand um, with what they were doing. You know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, obviously, we were not meeting people in person. So we went right. to online networking, mm-hmm. um, you know, we mentioned the Nike sports camp w- in your bio, you know, could not have those kids in in person, um, right. you know, and, and so you started doing virtual training. And yeah. the cool thing about that is now that can be worldwide. You know, clearly right. in-person is better, you know, because you can right, look at right. somebody, you know, this is how they're standing, this is how they're shooting, you know, all of those things. But But yeah, to be able to expand your message worldwide, I think was what mm-hmm. so many companies went, ooh, <laughs> you know, this
3: right. I
2: mean, really? Good. Right. I mean, you didn't realize how connected the world truly was mm-hmm. until the pandemic happened. Right? I mean, we already knew because we've been on the web for, you know, 20 right. years already. Mm-hmm. But we really saw, OK, we're one degree away from everyone mm-hmm. that we need to be in touch with. Right. You know, or one and a half degrees away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the beauty of the pandemic, mm-hmm. obviously there's a whole lot that was not beautiful mm-hmm. at all, you know, just with lives lost and mm-hmm. people being sick, things like that. But it connected us. Right. As much as it disconnected mm-hmm. us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It disconnected right. us in person. Mm-hmm. But we actually became even more connected because we had right. we were like we felt lonely.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we started reaching out
3: mm-hmm. people
2: even more like, hey, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. had nothing to talk about. It just right. what are you doing? Yeah. And started having watch parties online mm-hmm. together to watch mm-hmm. a show. Like, right. I also, so it was just so many things that I mm-hmm. found that was a benefit mm-hmm. to the pandemic. You just have to kind of switch your perspective to see mm-hmm. it.
0: Right. Yeah. Because the companies that went, Mm-mm, I am not changing. Right. I'm for the most part are not here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they didn't survive. And, and right. it's, it's sad because a lot of those were really good companies, but, you yeah. know, or places Amazing like company. say restaurants who mm-hmm. said, okay, we are not going to um to do delivery we're not mm. going to do this you know and and you know they they just didn't survive because unfortunately it lasted obviously a lot longer than right. you know i still remember when they said two weeks we all went oh yeah no right 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 i remember <laughs> I, mean, I remember you know, like, well and, okay, and especially okay. because you have friends in in europe who who right. had been dealing with it longer than, you now? Mm-hmm. um but you know and and it's funny because i still have people today say oh we can't wait for things to get back to normal Mm -hmm. that's not going to happen and i say that as as a cancer patient i'm like no there's no Mm -hmm. such thing as normal um you you go okay here's Mm -hmm. what we've got now and what are we going to do in the future
2: i mean that that, that's what it was about i remember this may have been um the week shutdown happened Mm -hmm. it was like the third week of march roughly Mm -hmm. Uh maybe around the 22nd something like that and I called my intern right away mm-hmm. and said, Hey, we gotta get on the court real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason. We just right. gotta get on the court and mm-hmm. just bring, yeah, I'm gonna bring my camera.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I need you for about four hours. Mm-hmm. Let's get out on the court and just film me doing all these drills, man. Right. We, we just gotta do something mm-hmm. that in case we're all locked mm-hmm. in, because they were talking about shutdowns already right. in other countries, and you're in
0: New York, which shut down ended up shutting down very hard.
2: Even fact, I'm I'm just outside, I'm south mm-hmm. of New York, so okay. I'm in New Jersey. But I mean, okay. we we followed the same protocol, mm-hmm. right? Same exact mm-hmm. protocol. So it was like, oh man, it, we heard all the talks potentially mm-hmm. coming, and I'm like, okay, I have no clue what this thing is. I don't know if this is like an outbreak movie or what, but we got to hurry up and make an adjustment mm-hmm. business wise so that we can convert. Mm -hmm. so that we we got on the phone with him invited him over to the house I said, let's sit down we sat down for a few hours Mm -hmm. came up with some ideas all right let's hit the court I recorded all these drills for virtual training and you know it worked out to where Nike was looking to do the same thing and they called me to do the first virtual Nike Mm -hmm. basketball camp I jumped on it Mm -hmm. you know we began training kids in Mm -hmm. Turkey you know Istanbul Mm -hmm. and it was it was amazing Mm -hmm. it was uh it was amazing it yeah. was just the convert the fact that we had to convert
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know so fast under pressure
0: mm-hmm.
2: um i welcomed it that's the pressure that i welcomed i'm mm-hmm. like you know that that made me even more creative
0: right. yeah it, it's kind of weird to think if if we if they'd said okay in a month this is going to happen
2: mm-hmm. we would
0: have all gone mm. <laughs> you know, right, right, and right, the last right. couple of days, we would have panicked again. right? Puzzled, right. Um, but, but yeah, when it was, you know, you, you were in your office on Friday and you were not in your office on Monday, it right. was like, wow, this
2: that is was right. Mm-hmm. That was shocking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, man, what do we do? You mm-hmm. know, what did I'm looking at my the school system? I'm like, okay, yep. mm-hmm. so are you telling me I'm a teacher now? In addition mm-hmm. to yeah. already being a business owner, like mm-hmm. I'm trying to run my business already. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a second grade teacher at the mm-hmm. time and um it was a heck of an adjustment but it just you had you had to see it from Mm -hmm. a different angle to to be able to thrive Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah i mean it's it it really has been incredible to watch the the business and the businesses that are brand new um you know i've talked to several people on the podcast where they started their new business during the pandemic, you know, yeah. because they had time to do it. They they thought, mm. I do not want to be back in an office again for right, whatever right, reason, right. you know, all of these. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's been fun to watch that.
2: I I, I completely agree. And I said, I've said the same before too. It's like, it's amazing how many people, how many businesses popped up out of the blue, seemingly out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they may have been working on things for years, but that's, that's a lot of people got a glimpse of, Work from home. People have been saying for years, I would, I would love to work oh, from yeah. home. Oh, yeah.
0: But, you, you know, know, they got in their car and they dutifully commuted.
2: <laughs> right. You know, I, I would love that. Then they realized, okay, maybe I can't be my own manager. I want to get mm-hmm. back in the office. But you right. had the other mm-hmm. ones who are disciplined enough to work mm-hmm. from home say, you know what? No, I like this. Mm-hmm. I, like you just said, I don't I don't want to go back into the mm-hmm. office. Let me create my own mm-hmm. situation, you know, business and, and work my way out. And uh-huh. I've, I've seen I've, I know personally so many mm-hmm. people that has done it and they're still successfully running a business. Mm-hmm. I, I just commend them.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you also about, you know, the, the people who had a career. You know, mm-hmm. so you were a basketball player, you were an athlete, um, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, they can't do that any longer mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, you know, they choose to, or, you know, maybe it's a pandemic and, you know, right. all of those various things. But, you know, and, and I've been talking with a young man and, um, who, uh, was a college football player. He's now, you know, how he graduated. Now what the mm-hmm. heck does he do? Right. And, you know, so, <clears throat> when people have to just completely switch, you know, a lot of times it happens, say, for military people. Right. <laughs> what do you talk with them about?
2: Again, it's, it's, it's all about that pivoting mindset to where you, you have to be on your toes the same way you were as an athlete, just being honest with you. You know, you have to have that same mentality. Mm-hmm. I know what I went through was difficult.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll be honest, Deb. I went through depression, anxiety, stress, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I just didn't... I well, your was identity
0: more, was you yeah, are a basketball player. Right. So I, now what? Mm-hmm.
2: Right. You know, who am I? You start to question mm-hmm. yourself. You know, uh, you become insecure about mm-hmm. life in a way you've never been insecure. You've been the secure mm-hmm. athlete. You know, mm-hmm. you've been, you, you're making money. Mm-hmm. You're getting love from mm-hmm. random people. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're not doing that anymore. It's mm-hmm. not crowds cheering for you. Like, whoa, wait a second. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that I'm more than an athlete. Mm-hmm. But in what way, mm-hmm. in what capacity, what can I do? Because I've been, do, I've been doing this for 20 plus years mm-hmm. of my life. Right. And so you have to just really tap into those other sides that mm-hmm. you possess, those other skills mm-hmm. that you possess, those other interests that you mm-hmm. have. And that's one thing I've had a coach,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> former athletes on this, you know, just letting them know, hey, look, what are you interested in? We have right. full conversations. Hey, I would right. be super, mm-hmm. super curious about their life. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you like doing? What do you watch on TV? What kind Mm -hmm. of programs do you watch? What kind of things do you look up? What do you Google Mm -hmm. from day to day? Those type of things to where you tap into your interest. Your interest Mm -hmm. can lead to that purpose that you have deep inside Mm of you. And that's one thing, you know, I would even tell him, hey, just what are you interested Mm -hmm. in? You know, start making Mm -hmm. a path toward it now. Start Mm -hmm. carving a way toward that right now. Make a crevice Mm -hmm. in some form or fashion that can lead you toward that Mm -hmm. interest that you have. Mm And just research that interest mm-hmm. like no
3: mm-hmm.
2: other. Right. That I feel like the disconnect for so many business owners, people wanting to get into business or a certain way of life, is just a lack of knowledge, lack of information. Right. We're you know we're ignorant on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: But and it's moment, scary.
2: It, oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, um, the, the moment we begin to learn things, we have comfort toward it. Though mm-hmm. and I feel like it can help level us up. The more we learn, mm-hmm. the, I, I don't know was Jim Rowan, said. The, the more we learn the more we earn, Mm
3: -hmm. but,
2: um, I mean, it's, it's true in a sense. Mm -hmm. It's not always about the money, but the more you learn about the Mm -hmm. thing, the more you say, okay, I can actually do this thing. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and I think so many people don't realize that that former life, there were a lot of skills there. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you were learning to be a leader. You were obviously learning discipline. Um, I I was working with a woman one time who was the stay at home mom and then you know wanted to to get back out there and so you know her linkedin profile was like one line long <laughs> you know? yeah. and you know and, and i said okay it, now i happen to know her and so that was you know we were able to really work through this but you know she had been the head of their their PTA for years okay. which meant she did budgeting she did fundraising she did and I said those those are very transferable skills Absolutely. um you know a lot of people are very involved in their churches I worked with a gentleman one time who he um was was trying for new managerial positions and was you know struggling a bit and and one of the things he mentioned to me was, you know, we're not supposed to put religion in, say, our LinkedIn profile. And I said, mm-hmm. well, okay, tell me more about this. And he said, I'm a lay minister. He said, I, st-, and I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, you know, okay, I don't want you to, to, you know, I said, yes, that needs to go in your profile. Mm-hmm. I said, because it shows you're a good public speaker. Ah, and right. as a manager, you're going to have to speak in front of people. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's a thousand, you know, who knows what it is. But, you know, and so he looked at that and he said, you're right. Um, and he, he wow. also um, worked on budgets through his church, you know, all of those things. And so, you know, it's, it's really looking at, like you said, you know, the TV shows, your friends, um, mm-hmm. you know, the young man Absolutely. that I'm, I'm working with, I told him, I said, you know, who are you hanging out with? Um, I don't remember who it is that said, you know, we are the sum of the five people wow. we spend the most time with. So, are they good people? And is you know what are you know, And I told him, so you know, if your your friends on whatever social media platform, mm. um, you know, are talking about drinking, partying, whatever, even if you're not doing that, the assumption is you are. Exactly. Um, you yeah. know, and, and I, and he, <laughs> he said, oh, he said, no, we've, we've, he said, I'm, he said, I don't have a Twitter account. He said, I don't do any of that. He said, wow. our coaches never let us. Wow, And, you know, and, and I mean, now you just basically, you know, once, once they're, um, you know, out of college, obviously mm-hmm. it's, it's very different, but you still right. see, you know, how athletes and, and, you know, s- you know, superstar musicians, wherever, you know, celebrities, where they stumble. On social mm-hmm. media, um, yeah. you know, and and sometimes it's <laughs> not even having anything to do with them,
2: um, right, right, right. But um, it, it's, it's it's different. I mean, it, again, it's a whole other day and age that we live into. It's mm-hmm. um, right. oh
3: the yeah, pressure is
2: different. It's mm-hmm. it's it's internal, but mm-hmm. it's, it's we put the mm-hmm. pressure on ourselves so right. often nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, based off of what we think people mm-hmm. expect mm-hmm. of us, right. Half the time they aren't really expecting. Yeah.
0: Sometimes but they we, don't even know we're there. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> Which is,
0: I don't know if that's good or bad, but Right,
2: right, right, right. I mean, but it's it's a different level of pressure because we have so many eyes, followers, hey. friends, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, we we must do XYZ mm-hmm. right. to to appear. Or we, you know, we again you mentioned hanging out with friends. We hang out online now. Mm-hmm. Like we hang out with people. Mm-hmm. In groups online, or you know, on different networks, mm-hmm. and it's just a such a different day that we live in. But it's even the same to where if you have a bunch of friends, your closest friends on a certain network, mm-hmm. and everybody's holding up their middle finger, mm-hmm. right. and i and you're applying mm-hmm. to work with me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that's what I right. see.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Nope. Right. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. it's just you, you, you get mm-hmm. some things you happen to. It, not that you're guilty by association. You kind of are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it makes me mm-hmm. think twice now because of your association.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like, ah, man, you seem like you got this going on. But mm-hmm. I see all the pictures and, you know, you're doing things that I'm not a fan of. So, right. yeah, it, it makes oh, sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When when I work with people who are in the job market, I tell them your first interview is somebody Googling your name. It really and, is, you know, and, and what are they going to find? You know, that's yeah, the yeah. you know, and, and we all think, well, we're applying for a job. So they're gonna look at our LinkedIn profile. They do, you know, and, and so it needs to be obviously very good, mm-hmm. but what else are they gonna find? And, and I'll be right. honest, I Googled you um, okay. just to see what was was gonna come up. And-
3: Hopefully it was good. It, it <laughs> was, it was. Now, obviously
0: you've done a lot, and so yeah. you come up a lot. The mm-hmm. next person um, who came up a lot with the same name is a biblical scholar. So that's not bad either. I mean, exactly,
2: (laughs) right, exactly. I'm I'm, I'm very aware of Joe B. Green. I'm not saying Um, that.
0: But yeah, that's why you have to use your middle initial too, right? Right. Yeah. but yeah, I remember long ago I was working with somebody and and he was really funny. He showed me a copy of his his um letter that he would send when he was applying for jobs. You know, Mm -hmm. could you look this over? (laughs) And it said, When you Google me, and I know you were or you will. Please know I am not the mass murderer.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness! That's <laughs> I was funny.
0: like, oh
3: my oh, god! And man. so he
0: just addressed that. Um, right, but, right, right. Yeah, you know, I, that's I, not going to happen too it. often.
2: Right. You um, know, if, if I shared the same, I would probably put the same thing. In oh picture. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You yeah, know, and and but man, um, man. yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because we do look at that, but that is part mm-hmm. of this whole filtering concept. Is Absolutely. you know that's out there. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of it. That you know, that guy's still a murderer. <laughs> you right. Know? Right. But what can I do to, to make it better? Um, mm-hmm. You know, for for you. And so you know, that's I think that's the thing is it comes back to what we were talking about at the start. So many people just give up. They're like, yeah. no, you know, it's just this has happened. There's a pandemic. Yeah. You know, I'm I, and nobody likes me. I'm not, you know, a, mm-hmm. all of these things. And and I think you know it, it is it, because you were an elite athlete. That is, you know, that is part of that. I mean, you know, there's there's always a chance there's going to be somebody better. Um, yeah. you know, and uh-huh. you know, and so you have to continue pushing if if you want to get ahead. Um, you Absolutely. know, I'm 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 from Colorado and so John Elway and Peyton Manning. I mean, you know. Right, right, right. Um, but but yeah, I still remember when somebody asked me, "Why did the Broncos and and they were, you know, here in Atlanta, why on earth did the Broncos hire Peyton Manning?" And I went, because he's Peyton Manning,
2: right? <laughs> I mean, That's, you know, no, no explanation needed. Right.
0: Well, and you know, you also knew what an inspirational player he was. I mean, that was mm. just kind of always the thing. Was and and I told this person, the you leader. understand that yeah. Peyton mm. at fifty percent is better because at that point nobody knew what his his neck injury was and all that. Right, right. And I said, you know, Peyton at fifty is better than most athletes at hundred percent. Because of that motivation, that personal drive, he was and still is a good guy. I mean, right, right. all of these various things. And so, yeah, I couldn't understand why they were thinking, why wouldn't you do this?
2: I mean, no, I mean, as soon as he came, he went from the cult. So I said, oh, no, that was a good pickup. I mean, it's, the guy is a leader, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you don't have everybody that's mm-hmm. in every position right. be a leader mm-hmm. at that position. He just yeah. may be good at it. Yeah. If you need a leader if you want to win. Well, Mm -hmm.
0: and I still remember they were talking about the fact that, um, you know, when he first moved to Denver, he actually lived at Dove Valley, which is the training facility, because Mm -hmm. he didn't have an apartment yet. His kids were still in school in Indianapolis. And so they weren't moving, you know, and and all of these things because it was like, you know, May, April somewhere when he moved out there. And so he lived at Dove Valley. But he had told whoever, he said, I need a notebook with bios on every single person who works here. from the janitor up, including their picture, including all that. He said, because they are all important. And he said, and I want to be able to call him my name and ask him how their kid's doing in school. And I mean, he, he, his leadership was just phenomenal.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the ones to where people are now comfortable being around you. It's that type of leadership to where even when you age out and you should be dropped. Right. It add on one more veteran mm-hmm. year for you. Mm-hmm. It's, those are the small things mm-hmm. that, you know, people lack in sports, mm-hmm. that leadership, people lack in business, that leadership is just, you know, it's like, if you just have that, that character of leadership, right. people want to just help mm-hmm. you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They want to be around. They want to be a part of your business. They want
0: to learn from you.
2: They want to learn. They want to mm-hmm. learn from you. They want to follow you. And that's what it's really all about. You want to be that person in business, especially if you're a business mm-hmm. owner, mm-hmm. to where people can look to. Mm-hmm. And rely on, right? And know that no matter what, you are going to attempt to do things on the right, on the right way, mm-hmm. with integrity and and unselfishly,
0: right? Hmm. Well, oh my gosh, Joel, this is why I set the timer because we could go on forever. <laughs> and you've written your first book. And so I know that that means there's going to be more. So we will have you on again. And right. you know, really, I didn't get through any of my notes. I mean, we didn't talk about your daily schedule. I love that. you have a your today list as opposed to daily. a to-do list. So Absolutely. that just means people have to read the book to know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us how people connect with you and what are some of the things that, that you provide?
2: Well, uh, you can connect with me. I'm pretty heavy on Instagram, uh, and Facebook more than any other Instagram. You can find me at Jay Green PLT. That's J A Y Green PLT.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the same for the TikToks. I just got on TikTok finally. After, I feel like the whole world is getting you. I'm
3: old. On- no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I refused for so long to get on TikTok until everybody's like, oh, you, you must do it. I said, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm Jay Green PLT on there as well. I'm on Facebook, Joel Green, mm-hmm. um, Joel Green official on there. And um, my website, joelbgreen.com. And um, I offer quite a few things as far as just, you know, our, our Nike camps that we have on the sports side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of my time is spent towards speaking now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Deb mentioned, professional speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what I love to do, just to provide an impact to organizations and businesses and mm-hmm. even universities and schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, you can reach me through my website, joelbgreen.com.
0: Perfect. I love it. And when you say PLT, that stands for Pro Level Training.
2: Pro level training. Um,
0: you know, and, right. and so that's where that acronym comes from. Yeah. I mean, this this really has been fascinating. And and like I said, you know, we have to do it again because I just barely got through my notes. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, and, and this is to me, this is such a fascinating subject because you know, it doesn't matter if you're six, if you're 60, you know, it all of this applies, you know, yeah. and, and whether you're starting a business, whether you are a business owner, whether you're just an employee, you know, all of this pertains, you know, because this Absolutely. is this is life skills, not just mm-hmm. business skills.
2: Exactly, exactly. I mean, to a T. I mean, that's, can't put it any better. I mean, that's just really what it is. It comes down to to life skills.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I, as I said, I loved reading your book, which again Thank is you. called um, "Filtering: The Way to Extract Strength from the Struggle." Mm-hmm. And so I do encourage folks to to get it and read it because it's it's a great book and and clearly you know you're a great motivational speaker. Exactly. Um, do you have any final third <laughs> any final words that you want to leave <laughs> us with?
2: Well, I mean, again, you can find my book on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also on Barnes & Noble, but a lot of people have been going to Amazon since we yep. released it. And we'll the have
0: the yeah. link in the show notes. Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, be sure to leave a review. I-, I love to get feedback. I'm big on that. That's how I, I grow. I-, I seek feedback. I'm very curious. Um, but, you know, be- beyond that, everybody just, you know, don't don't lean away or run away from what you're going through. I mean, if we go through life on a daily basis, it's a part of life to go through things that's unideal. Lean into them a little bit. Do the inverse of what your default thought tells you to do, your default feelings and emotions tell you to do. You have to put those things aside sometimes. Just really lean into what you're going through and figure out why it may have come. If you don't figure out why that pain has come, that pain may come again. So start to lean into life a little bit more. Filter it you know, and really take from it all that it it, it came uh, with the intention to do.
0: I love it. Well, this really has been so much fun and and I can't wait to do it again. I'm Deb Creer. I've been talking with Joel Green, the CEO of Pro Level Training and the Nike, the National Director of Nike Sports Camps and author and motivational speaker. Until next time, everyone have a great day.